Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome to The Gripe. This is Kai. This is Allison. And we are coming back at you here in Fremont, center of the universe. In the no P-N-W. emergency gripes today. No, this is the regular, this is a regular good old time, day. good old gripe day. Yeah. Um, what's the day looking like? Good stuff? I went to Maven period, a yoga studio period. We sure did. At lunchtime today. Yeah. So I'm having a good day. Are you rocking some earrings? I'm wearing my new earrings that Maven. I got from there. So They're super cute. I look good. I feel good. <laughs> I'm doing the damn thing. Making people mad left and right. <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> What's going on with you making folks mad? Um, I guess this is kind of a, a rehash from last week, but people got mad at me. <laughs> people had feelings about my being so, late to Charlotte's. Yeah. So Allison got some feedback. Feedback right? from left and right. From a couple folks. A yeah. few folks. <laughs> yeah. About... About taking Charlotte to school late yeah. and me not caring and saying, I pay for this. <laughs> no. I paid for this. <laughs> and okay, so like when I was telling you, but Kai, I pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that how I sounded because I was like, do I sound elitist? <laughs> like I said that. You can go back and listen. No, I, I heard you. <laughs> I remember that. So I did realize how I sounded, but I didn't care. I just said it because that's how I felt. And I'm not trying to have a podcast and not tell my feelings. <laughs> this is like my dear diary. You don't yeah. lie in your diary. Mm-hmm. That's Wait, just how I felt. What was Felicity's <laughs> diary name? Sally. Dear Sally. <laughs> dear Sally. Um, you know, Felicity was like my shit. That was where we met Scott Foley. And Scott Speedman. And Scott Speedman. Two fine <laughs> specimens. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hi. Hi, Scott. Um, so yeah. I think what I appreciate about the hate coming from the left and the right. <laughs> the hate. She said the hate. <laughs> I said the feedback. She says the hate. <laughs> Was like, to be honest, and this is going to make me sound like a total douche, but whatever. I'm being honest. You can always count on me to be honest. Is that like, I never really took into consideration that we were disrupting other people's class time. Mm. I was just looking at it from my point of view. Yeah. The best point of view. Well, the only one that you're <laughs> cognizant of 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a couple people were like, other people are there on time and they paid for it too. And I'm like, you know what? You right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of mad, but you right. And like... Uh, you called me out and said that my uh, my MO is to like be defiant and try to get there late. And that's not true. <laughs> I don't try to get there late. Like I do, I mean, because we talked about this like in an earlier podcast, like I hate being late. But mm. like our mornings just feel like a shit show. Now with that, mm-hmm. I can get up earlier mm-hmm. and get the party started right. earlier and get moving faster. So. Five minutes on the coffee, not ten. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. I mean, it's only been... Yeah, we're human, right? It's only been a Monday and a Tuesday. Yesterday, we got there at nine on the dot. Today, it was like 9.02. Right. And also, we got to consider what, like, it's a two and a half year old that you're almost three year old, right? Oh, now you're trying to give me grace? Well, now you're trying to give me grace? Well, because because you said this, was it last week? You never run the... for president, Kai. You a flip flopper. 
you can think all you want about my flip flopping. <laughs> Whatever. Um, 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 what else you got? Anything? Anything good? Um, I'm feeling pretty good about the Today Show and and Matt. I've watched it, you know, yesterday and today. What's that Songs, like now, Matt? Yeah, it's it's fine. It's just like life goes on. Uh-huh. Everybody's happy and chipper. Do they have like a new person? Not yet. So who's holding it down, Savannah? Savannah's holding it down. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's not work. Yeah. Um. Today there was a show, a story, a feature on a marine and a dog. And I started crying. They're doing their job. (laughs) They're doing their job. (laughs) Those fluff pieces are getting to you? Yeah, I mean, he was a marine in Afghanistan. And now this puppy that he met in Afghanistan, Mm. like he hid him. They loved each other. He brought him back to the U.S. with him. They're homies. Homies for life. But how does that dog understand English if he's from Afghanistan? Maybe he speaks Farsi. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how about you? Uh, how are you? I'm super duper. Like today was um, like things just kind of fell into place with Ooh. you know get my car fixed, not fixed, but just getting it um, to the to the service department so they could go over the yearly servicing thing. Um, Is that like under warranty? Because I've never done that. It's well, so you know, like how you get um, your oil changed, what every few months. Mm-hmm. Mine is every year, mm-hmm. just because of the car that I have. Interesting. Yeah, and then so I have to do that every December tenth ish, which is Meg's birthday. Meg yeah, so is my car, ridiculous. and she's beautiful. Is this her um, third birthday or second? It's her second one. Yeah, so got um, just about fourteen thousand miles on her. That's a lot. <laughs> Not really. Not really. It's seven k a year. Yeah, but it, like last year it was eight, and then this year was only six. Mm, you need to get out more, I guess. No, I'm good. Jk, lol. <laughs> My car is twelve years old, and I just take it when like there's one too many lights on the dashboard. Oh. I'm like, Ooh, oh, that dashboard is lit. Yeah, we're gonna try to eke up for another ten thousand. <laughs> that dashboard is lit, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, today, you guys, unless Kai had anything else. No, no, we're good. Today, you guys, we're talking about our favorite scandals. Scandals. So this kind of came up after we had our emergency gripe episode um, with Matt Lauer. And Kai had a lot of feelings about like the response to scandals. And he sent me some passionately charged emails (laughs) over the weekend. Yeah, I was, um... Reading, you know, the CNN and whatnot, and um, so Michael Flynn is disgraced. He, yeah, and he like you know pled guilty to lying to the FBI about talking with Russia, mm-hmm. right? And he, this is the guy that like incited the whole lock her up chant, which you know hard eye roll at that. It's so ironic. Because right? he about to go to jail. Exactly, and so you know he pled guilty. Um, to, to lying. And then I read a quote from him. Um, and he says, I recognize that the actions I acknowledged in court today were wrong. And through my faith in God, oh God. I am working to set things right. Anyway. He also said, my guilty plea and agreement to cooperate with the special counsel's office reflected a decision I made in the best interests of my family and of our country. I accept full responsibility for my actions. Like... 
leave God out of it. Because where was God when you lied? Where was God when you broke the law? Like, God was around. Right, exactly. <laughs> but where was, he, where was he for you, Mr. Flynn? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess I'm so incensed by people who try to deflect, I think. And maybe it's, that's the wrong word, but they, they try to... They throw God in there because they, they feel do. like it's going to reach people. Well, see, they throw God or rehab in there. Like, is that to you? Like, God is the new rehab, right? <laughs> God today is rehab of, the, of like, the, ni- the 90s and the t- but early 2000s. I think rehab is still a thing. That people will use rehab yeah, to... Yeah, Weinstein said he was going to go to rehab. Right. He didn't. Well, he went for a week. Oh, I thought he just checked into a nice hotel. That could be it, too. In Arizona. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, his plane, like, took a left... And then it's someplace else. Yeah. And he took a week in this place. It's like, oh, he's all better now. Yay. Yeah. You know. Um, so do you remember growing up, like the first scandal that you were like, oh my gosh, that's a thing. You know, that, that kind of rocked you a little bit or that you paid attention to? I mean, I have had to dig back. Into the recesses. But I think the first scandal that I remember was in high school with Bill Clinton mm. and Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. Um, because this was like in the mid-90s. Right. And uh, we didn't have really the internet. Right. And... You're watching the news, reading the newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. And celebrity gossip wasn't as much of a thing thing back then. Well, I think it was always a thing, but it just wasn't as accessible. It wasn't as accessible. You had to, to like, get. go to the newsstand. You know Donna wasn't buying me People magazine. Right. And, like, Entertainment Tonight was only on for half an hour at 6 o'clock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What was yours? Mine was probably the O.J. Simpson thing. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, okay. Not, not that I knew who he was, but I just remember that everyone was talking about it, you know, and then... Um, the coverage was insane. It was insane. It was just like nonstop. I think Court TV was running things for a while and everything was a zoo and then the whole glove thing, you know, and, and that, that was like such spectacle that like you couldn't look away. Yeah. And then I remember I was in college when the verdict was read and like, like I was like in the bookstore and people started clamoring around the, the, the one radio that was, that was on as they read the, the not guilty verdict. Mm-hmm. And then people were just like, oh my God. It was like it was like a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was in a classroom when the not guilty verdict was read and we like had it on TV. And one of my classmates got up out of his seat and ran up and down the hallway. He got in trouble. But he wow. was so excited. Oh my God. Yeah. Excited. That he was not guilty. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was, like, sort of the first big scandal that I remember. And then, of course, yeah, the Clinton-Lewinsky thing um, with the, the sexualness of it all. Yeah. And then the private, like, the, the library, like, the, did they have, like, a private library? I don't remember. Books? I don't and, remember. Okay. Yeah. It was very salacious, the whole thing. Yeah. But I remember being defensive of him. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, our government, like I knew what I was talking about, our government is in a surplus. Our economy is so healthy. Who cares mm. what he does on his own time? <laughs> I think I said that. Yeah. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. But see, also, he used that same thing. Like, he was like, I'm with my family and my pastor. Oh, gosh. You know? Yeah. Because I remember that distinctly, that, that he also used... Uh, and his, like, southern twang. 
right? And I was like, dude, it happened. Like today, it's like definitely a different sort of um, context. Oh. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. I felt, I, I will admit that that I was a lot softer on him because I was like, you know, it's like, but the country's in a good place. I don't, I don't hate Bill. Yeah. You know, so that's how, how I was. You can't lie about that. But I think that for me, the first sort of sex scandal that I remember was with Rob Lowe. Oh my gosh. I don't think I know about this one. Oh no? No. So Rob Lowe was, okay, this is March... Of 1988. Oh, dang. It was... part of the Rat Pack still. Yeah, yeah. It was the night before the Democratic National Convention in Atlanta. And he met two women. Two females, I should say. And... um, Wait, what's the difference? Well, I'll get there. (laughs) So, (laughs) he invites them both back to his hotel room. And um, they start to do things with each other. Hey, right? Getting, Getting down on it. And so... They all agreed, like he said, hey, can I videotape this? And everyone said, yes, it's fine. So... Wait, well, did he have like a camcorder? He had a, he had a camera <laughs> and it got taped. And um, so I'm not sure if he fell asleep or if he went to the bathroom, but when he came back, when he woke up, whatever happened, they were both gone and so was the videotape. Okay, so this is March 1988 in Atlanta. Fast forward to almost one year, January of 89, and he gets a letter from one of the, the the females' lawyers. One of them was underage. She was like 16. Oh. And the other girl was 22. So that was the, the issue, obviously. Yeah. Um, so what's funny is I had just watched St. Elmo's Fire last week. <laughs> And like in that sh- in that movie, he plays like this playboy party person. And it's like that's who he is. Oh my god, it's kind of <laughs> funny. Um, so they settled out of court, and um, I think he disappeared for for a number of years, and then he had this this sort of major comeback in his career. Um, but that was like the first sort of sex scandal, and it got out too. Um, like they showed parts of it, but of course not the whole thing because the girl was sixteen. At the time. Yeah, I never heard about that. Yeah. To me, he's, like, so squeaky clean. Yeah. He's, like... He's just a really pretty human being. He never... Physically. Him and John Stamos. Oh, yeah. Like, they just have maintained their, their that, good looks. That thing, yeah. Um, have you watched West Wing? I need to. You need to get into I it. I know, but there's so many seasons. I'm, well, you only need so to watch episodes. the first four. That's it. So the, there's seven seasons, but the first four are written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, And yeah. the last three are somebody else. So I see. the first four are the best. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm not a quitter. I've obviously watched all seven. <laughs> <laughs> many times, I'm But sure. like, I feel like if you watch it, <laughs> especially now in this climate, it'll just make you like yearn for somebody of... Like mm. a good person and some substance. Yeah. And somebody with a brain <laughs> in the White House. <laughs> but it's also make believe. Yeah. <laughs> but we can go there for, you know, in fantasy land for a little bit. Yeah, I bit. think I might rewatch it. Anyways. So that was the Rob Lowe scandal. Well, I still heart him. Yeah. Even but, though you know, and he's that's, a little dirty. Right. Yeah. Um, but. And I don't know, so I'm, I might get in trouble for this, but. What I find interesting is that, like, yeah, this thing happened, 
but I don't think he let it, it didn't define him. You know what I mean? Where I feel like something like this could. And in the moment, it is defining Kevin Spacey and Harvey and all those icky, icky guys. Maybe the difference is how old you are when it happens. Because sure. in 1988, he was pretty young. Yeah. And Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, they've been around for a long time. Right. And it's fresh, you know, and I, don't, I think that it's a very charged topic. But I feel like they're not going to come back from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make their grand entrance back into... Because, like, that's kind of some of the, the ones that I have. All right, so are you done with, yeah. with yours? Yeah, done with the Rob. Um, <clears throat> did he have to do anything or say anything after the scandal broke? <laughs> I think he did 20 hours of community service. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was an undisclosed settlement with, with the family. With the, it was his, her mother and her, so... But that was about it. I wonder if we can find the sex tape online. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> but I don't think so because she was 16. That yeah. made her minor. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's illegal. Yeah. Let's not do that. Don't even tempt <laughs> fate. I don't care. <laughs> okay, you guys. The year was 1995. Okay. And Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant was on the come up. Oh. Yeah. This is Hugh Grant. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he had just... He was in L.A., and he was promoting four weddings and a funeral, which I don't even know if I ever saw that. I saw it. Is it cute? <sighs> Is it with Julia Roberts? Probably. They did a lot of movies together yeah. for a while. There was, yeah. I th- it's hard for me to get into that combo of people. Like, I don't, I, like, they're fine, but I don't think I was like, oh my God, I have to see that. Like, Notting Hill. Oh, yeah. Total was, snooze no, fest. No, I was into it. I yeah, liked yeah. it. Um, but I like I like these basic things. Mm-hmm. Not everything has to be dark and brooding. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mo. So he's in LA and uh, he solicits a prostitute, mm-hmm. Divine Brown. Mm-hmm. That's her that name. Lovely Divine Brown. Divine Brown. Let's mm-hmm. talk about our prostitute names. Uh, wait, wait, wait. It's <laughs> the PC word is sex worker. Well, in 1995, she was. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. In 1995, did we have PC term? Fair enough. <laughs> um, so, okay, they say that your middle name. It doesn't work for me. Oh, it doesn't. You uh-uh. don't have a middle name. Well, also, I was I lived on 115th Lane. Oh, I was gonna say your middle name and your dog. I don't have a dog. <laughs> so none of it has ever worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> so my middle name, my middle name before I got married was French. Uh-huh. And my dog's name is Penny. Penny French? Oh. That's okay. a good sex worker name. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be Terry Aki. <laughs> I know, it's so stupid. It's more of a drag name than a than a sex worker name. I'm into it though. <laughs> okay, so Divine Brown. Okay. Did you know that he just had to give her sixty dollars mm. to perform oral sex? Hey. And then he got caught. Um so he got caught. He got booked into jail. Now, just do you remember his of upshot? course, his shoulders. He's like hunched his over. Face. He is so embarrassed. He's mortified. He's mortified. Yeah. All for like a blowjob uh-huh. that you paid sixty bucks for. Like that. That sounds like a good rate. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that is yeah, that is cheap. I mean, the rate of inflation, like. <laughs> What would that be in 2017? <laughs> Probably good honey. A hundred. Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about him for a sec because 
Like I said, he's just like, he's on come up. He has mm-hmm. all these movies. He's dating what scientists yes. say is the most beautiful woman, woman in the world. world. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley. Yes. So like, she's gorgeous. And he has an English accent. Do you understand <laughs> that women in the United States will like get after any Brit? You don't have to pay for it, You don't Hugh. even have to try. All you have to do is a mutter a <laughs> sentence. All you have to do is be like, Bloody, (laughs) blasted, how cracking! (laughs) Could have some water, (laughs) some water, and then all of a sudden, bam, blowjob, bam, right? (laughs) Or whatever you want, yeah, (laughs) tea, blowjob, whatever, whatever. And so, but no, he had to like pay divine sixty bucks. Okay, but that's probably part of the thrill for him. Yeah. Right? Another topic, probably. But anyways. Yeah, so um, he, like, disappears, you know, after... For a short... No, a really, really short amount of time. Yes. So, and you can go on on YouTube and watch the following, because this, in 1995, again, same year, his first emergence was on Jay Leno. Uh And... Jay Jay did not deserve that, by the way. (laughs) Are you a Jay hater? I hate Jay. That's... With his dumb jaw. Oh my gosh, he can't help his jaw. <laughs> Golly. So, um, the first thing Jay asked him is... Well, no, when he came out, though. What happened when he came out? Like, he was so uncomfortable. Because he knew he I was know, gonna get asked. But it wasn't like, he was like waving to the audience. He was like, again, was he like shoulders hunched? up and like walking real slow. You know, like he was there to like... Confess basically, and he knew it. So the first question Jay asked him was, "What the hell were you thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he just says, and this is what I like. He was like, "This is a quote," and I quote, "You know what's a good thing and a bad thing, and I did a bad thing. There you have it." Yeah, and that was it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You know, right from wrong. I know it was wrong. I did anyways." Right. Yeah, um, and so. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's ownership of, yeah, he fucked up. It's dumb. Um, I got caught. Yep. And so, in the end, you know, Elizabeth Hurley dumped his ass. Divine Brown got paid some money from, like, tabloids that wanted the full story. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Right. Um, And then... Because she's trying to get paid. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, and, And now Hugh Grant, you know, he's still in the fluffy movies. Yeah. And he moved beyond that. Yep. You know? Yeah. That's my first skill. Yeah. And here's the thing. I feel like a sex scandal, uh, uh, a sex tape, those are so 90s, right? <laughs> you can survive that if that comes out, right? I think paying a sex worker is still different. Then what, a sex tape? Yeah. Because okay. it's illegal. Sex tapes aren't illegal. Mm-hmm. But should it be legal? Uh, I'm like, Anyways, that's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I want you to guess what my next one is. I'm going to give you, I'm going to do a little monologue. <laughs> and then I'll have you guess what this next handle is. <clears throat> Here we go. I sing the lead vocals on every single song of the For Every Girl album. I put out a work into the album, 
and I'm very proud of it. For someone to come out of nowhere this week, three years after the album's recorded, to diminish my work and cast doubts on my integrity and my reputation, I could not sit still and remain silent. Yes, it's Paula Abdul. So what happened with Paula? Wait, can I just pause? Did you see me reading anything? No. No. You knew that shit. Look, (laughs) my teenage years were filled with, with pop star divas. So I was obsessed with Paula Abdul and with Janet. And like when this came out, this Wait, was... how did you know every single word to that Because monologue? I was obsessed. And when this came out, I watched clips of her press conference over and over and over again. I just cannot get enough of it. So yeah, so this is the one that, that I, I'd say affected me personally. The first scandal that's, oh my God, this can't be happening. And this came off of the tale of Millie Vanilli, the whole lip syncing thing. <laughs> yeah. Remember that whole thing? Yes. That was a scandal back in the day. Yeah. Um... And so what happened with Paula Abdul was that she recorded that For Every Girl For Every Girl album. And there was a backup singer named Yvette Marine who claimed that she had a lead vocal um, on that album. Because what happens is that the backup singer Yvette Marine, like she sings a guide vocal because Paula can't read music, right? So this Yvette sings her the lead vocal to so that Paula can be like, oh, that's what it's supposed to sound like, right? Mm. And so Paula sings her part, but let's be honest, she has a terrible voice. It's a weak voice, right? So what they did is they allegedly enhanced Paula's vocal by mixing in Yvette's voice from that guide vocal. So Yvette is saying that that happened on, on the whole album, and eventually that was, oh, so Yvette Marine was, she was in the Mary Jane Girls. That's a, that's a group that Rick James put together. Rick James. Yeah. So they're all like in lingerie, like singing in a boat, in my house, my house. <laughs> so, so she had like a little fledgling career, but I think she wanted a payday, right? And so she sued. Um, the court said, that's not true. It didn't happen. And so it was thrown out. But here's the thing. What happened? If you listen to, there's a track called I Need You on that album, and you can hear it. Like, it's Paul's voice, yes, but there's times where you can tell it, there's like another voice sitting, singing that, that lead vocal. Interesting. Yeah, but the thing is, it was never single, what so it didn't make scandal. any money. Um, so that's, that was the whole thing. Yeah, and it took years to, to like he finished the case, and I was like, I need more, you know, because back in the day there was no internet. You like had to wait for Us Weekly, you know, or or Entertainment Tonight, <laughs> you know, and they just had so many things to cover that they couldn't, you know, be focused on just Paula Abdul. Yeah. Did you your know? parents say anything to you like you're following this like too closely? No, they were, my parents weren't paying attention. They didn't. Know. <laughs> no. So. Do you remember when Kurt Cobain killed himself? Yeah. That was like my kind of Paula. Your obsession. I was obsessed. I wanted I couldn't get enough. And my dad, I have this memory of him saying, All right, Allison, like, this is starting to be like borderline obsessive. Mm. Like you need to start thinking about something else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, that was impactful. So what were you consuming? Like MTV. MTV was like talking about it. All the time. Mm. There was new special after new special after new special. Yeah. And I would just sit in front of the TV, like, 
Yeah. You know? Right. And he'd be like, uh-uh. It's at, that's MTV World back then, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, anyway, I was just curious of your parents. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I had, like, a, a whole shrine in my bedroom <laughs> with, like, pictures and cards and CDs and tapes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But then Janet Jackson came around, and um, I lost interest in Paul. Are you still, like, Janet Jackson fan for life? I think so. Like, I hated her for a little bit, you know? Um... <laughs> Because she disappeared for too long. And then she, like, had to start a family in the middle of her tour. Do and you? I bought tickets for that. And then she, like, canceled. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little crusty. But, you know, I got love for Janet. I cannot. Yeah. You know? She cute. <laughs> um, my next one. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. But which, which Mel Gibson? I feel like he's had a couple. A few good ones. Um... This is the one from 2006 where he was initially pulled over Ah. because he was driving erratically Mm -hmm. and then he got arrested for DUI. Got it. And he then like went off on the police officer who Mm -hmm. happened to be a woman and he was saying, do you remember? It's coming back to me. Yeah. Uh So he went off on like this... Apparently, anti-Semitic, Semitic, I can't ever say that word, rant. <laughs> we practice, even practiced before the podcast, but I feel like I can't say it. Um, and he said, the Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. Now, what does that have to do with you getting arrested? And mm-hmm. I don't know if the maybe the police officer was Jewish. Right. Um, like she was wearing like star baby earrings <laughs> or something. Yeah. It was like a, the giveaway. So this was, uh, you know, in 2006. So we were able to, like, read it and mm-hmm. see it all the time. Na, 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 na. <laughs> on E.T., yeah. You were obsessed with E.T. I was Is that then. show still on? I think so. I don't, I don't know. Um, it probably is. I but. just remember, like, <clears throat> Mary Hart and John Tesh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so I feel like um, he went to rehab. Mm-hmm. Because he said he had a drinking problem. Right. And now he's been 10 years sober, 11 years sober. 11 years sober, I think it is. Um, and I don't think he's come back from it. Mm-hmm. Like, anytime I see anything with Mel Gibson in it, I'm like, oh, Like, oh, he's about to be in a movie that's coming out soon with Will Ferrell. It's like Daddy's Home. Oh, I saw those ads. It's like, Wait, 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 wait. Oh. This is... Isn't this part two? Yeah. Of the, yeah, yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. No, yeah. Yeah, right? Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm like, why would you cast him? Yeah. He's old and gross. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm ageist. I'm ageist, too. Um, so that happened where he did, like, the anti-Semitic remarks, like some chauvinist, sexist things, whatever. Then he's all like, I'm going to go to rehab. I'm going to, you know... Like, get my life right. I'm going to find God. I'm going to do passion. But do we feel like that was a co- like a PR, an image recovery oh, thing? totes. Because so it wasn't like a real... His girlfriend, yeah. a couple years later... Oksana or something? Yes. Yeah. She released a recording of, of him... Of him just being hateful. Yelling at her. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy's a real douche canoe. <laughs> like, through and through. Uh-huh. So... But did you also hear, like, about that... That thing, like, he offered her millions of dollars to be, like... Keep quiet? Not keep quiet, but, like, as a settlement, like, okay, we're divorced. She wouldn't take it. They went to court, and the courts ruled against her. 
and she got like twenty thousand bucks all day. Oh, I didn't hear oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Part. It was yeah. She got she got she screwed herself over. So sorry, Exana. I didn't even realize they're married. So, anyways, um, he's in this article that I have pulled up. He's like getting all complainy about that anytime he's being interviewed or this just keeps coming up. And I'm like, well, it mm. deserves yeah. to be brought up mm. because you said really terrible and hateful things. And those just don't come out of nowhere. Right. right. Like you don't just, it wasn't magic. They didn't, they didn't yes. get out of thin air. Like <laughs> you have thought these things. Yeah. So, so you don't think that he was legit. He needed rehab and he went he went... Well, he might need a rehab yeah. for drinking. But see, that's what I have. I have a problem with, like, um, celebrity rehab and, like, Dr. Phil and Dr. Drew. Because, like... And, obviously, the, the celebrities, quote-unquote celebrities, that participate in that type of therapy. It's like, if your recovery, if you're getting well is priority number one, don't videotape it. Don't tape it. You know what I mean? That's a private thing. Work up those demons on your own without ca- cameras, because then that's more serious than you trying to like exploit your issues to like stay in the spotlight or make money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's awful. I mean, there is no rehab for being a dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't get that away. Mm-hmm. You can't god that away, guys. <laughs> Sorry. You can't god that away. <laughs> um. Okay. My next one. In the same vein as pop star diva things, right? The Janet Jackson nipplegate. <laughs> I forgot about this one. This is such a good one. It is good, but like I'm, I'm kind of ashamed that I'm talking about it because it's so over. Yeah, but, but all these are. Yeah, so I don't remember which Super Bowl it was, but Janet Jackson performed with Justin Timberlake. I think she did her own thing first, then Justin comes out and they, you know, they do a thing together. Um, and she looks really cute. She thinks like black sort of samurai looking outfit. Um, dancers are looking avant-garde. It's fun. It's a cute little thing. And then at the end, it's the Justin Timberlake song. Don't be so quick to walk away. What's that called? I can't remember. I oh my God. <laughs> I didn't get it from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, Sing it again. Don't be so quick to walk away. Um, na, na, na. <laughs> anyway, so he's singing Anyways, a song. Like, but it's like sort of like a little duet song, right? So he sings it, and then there's a the woman voice. So she was singing that part of it. At the end, um, he goes to grab her breastplate, pulls it off, and then her boobs exposed, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of like a quick flash, but you can see her boob. Her nipple is covered with a nipple shield, which you can't really tell. But of course, people zoomed in on it, and it's like a, like a sunburst. It's totally, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, and that caused a huge, huge controversy. Because like millions of people were watching that, right? And here's the thing. I love me some Janet. But she's not a great actress, you know, but, like, she's in Poetic Justice, and, like, there's scenes, I love these Poetic Justice, there's scenes where, like, she's crying, but it looks like she's just smiling <laughs> and crying, and there's no tears coming out of her eyes. Um, and same thing with this this incident. It's, like, it 
it's pulled off. She acts shocked. You can tell she's acting shocked, mm-hmm. right? And then it goes black, and then they run off the stage. Um, so she got into heaps of hot water with that one. I think that it kind of stalled her career during that time. People kind of stopped paying attention and, you know, and a lot of people cried that it was racist, sexist, because it was her and Justin didn't get any of the blame. But it, they did it together. I feel know? like he got some blame. You did? No, I don't think so. Not as much as she did. Yeah. You I know? mean, I also wasn't paying as much attention because I, you know. Had a life. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't as invested in him mm. or her. You yeah. know what I mean? She was my girl. Yeah. See, I was more mad that she was doing the same choreography for Rhythm Nation. <laughs> all these years over than the boob. I was like, I'm so over this boring choreography. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody's in agreement that it was done on purpose, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but I don't understand what's the point just to shock and awe because it was yeah. the Super Bowl, yep. halftime Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But like, well, yeah, what was the point? What's the point? Right. But interestingly enough, that incident kind of, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but people are saying that that incident is what um, sort of made YouTube a thing because people oh. wanted to see it. So they went on, like, where can, you, where, where can we see it? So they go to YouTube and it was there. And so that's where people started putting more content on YouTube. Hmm. And also, what came out of that was the term wardrobe malfunction, <laughs> oh. which you hear all the time now. Yeah, thanks, Janet. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, JT. <laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. So that's the end of my my diva, um, pop star diva scandals. Um. So my next one, and I'm gonna say this is gonna be my last one, and I'll let Kai finish with some of his strongies. <laughs> um. But the year was 2009, mm-hmm. and. Tiger Woods was just a burgeoning megastar. Yeah, he was clean cut. Yes. He was an talented. amazing golfer. He was making like hundreds of millions of dollars a year. He was like young. in endorsements. He's changing the face of golf. Yes. Yeah. All those things. Well, you guys, we wake up the day after Thanksgiving <laughs> to hear that his beautiful wife, again, gorgeous wife, Elin. Elin? Elin Nordegren. She had bash that mofo's Escalade's <laughs> windows in with a golf club. <laughs> a golf club. Mm-hmm. Like, do not underestimate a scorned woman because <laughs> she will go after you with a golf club. Like, mm-hmm. I loved that. And she had tons of access to golf clubs. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the fact that she went after him with a golf club. Like, as he was driving away, uh-huh. she was bashing in his windows with a golf club, and then he wrecked into a tree and so that's how like it all came out mm-hmm. because the police you know police came and I think he might have even been maybe under the influence of something right um but then like we come to find out like they couldn't put this under the rug push this under the rug like uh she found out that he had been like cheating on her mm. not only like cheating on her but serial cheating on her like apparently a hundred or so women came out and mm. said that during the course of their marriage like are you exaggerating no oh that's a lot <laughs> a lot 
Yeah. And uh, she's like, I just feel like a fool. Like, I'm pregnant. I'm at home with the... Well, she oh, wasn't great. pregnant at the time. But she, they have two kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, I've been at home. I've been, like, being pregnant. I've been raising children. And he's off, like, cheating on mm-hmm. me. So then all of these, like, stories about him came out. And it was like, he acts like a kid. Like, he likes to watch cartoons and eat cereal Oh, like, I didn't know these details. Yeah, that Ew. he's like his favorite pastimes are like watching Bugs Bunny and eating Fruit Loops. Oh, stop! Lucky Charms. Like that's what some of his mistresses would say. Wow. Yeah. So after that broke, and like he had won several major tournaments. Um, all mine have a theme. It's like you. Well, no, I guess Hugh Grant came back, but Tiger Woods has like never mm-hmm. been on top right. like he was before mm-hmm. the scandal broke. Like, he's had some injuries. Right. Um, he's, you know, he's had several, like, DUI things right. where he's gotten arrested. He's been in, like, some high-profile relationships. Lindsey Vaughn, mm-hmm. the Olympian. Um, so, anyway, his wife left him. They got a divorce. Uh, but apparently, like, they're, they're on good terms. They co-parent. Mm. Um, she got $100 million in the divorce. A hundred million dollars. Mm, that's that a nice divorce. net to have. If you can get it. And so I, everybody dropped Tiger except for Nike. Wow. Yeah. Nike stuck by him, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. And um, Well, their motto is, just do it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> just do it. Um, but yeah, he never... It was like the year after that whole scandal happened, and he didn't win any majors. Mm-hmm. And he only, in quotes, made like seven hundred thousand. Mm. And before that, he had been making like millions and millions, millions on millions. Yeah. yeah. And um, he went to rehab, so he came out with the statement, and um, it's like this long, profuse apology about how he let everybody down. And I thought it was interesting his apology because he was like, I thought that the normal rules of society didn't apply to me. Wow. Yeah. Because why? Because he worked so hard, he was allowed to take advantage of the pleasures offered to him. Which is fine if your wife agrees to it. Yeah. Right? I thought that was like an interesting, you know, apology. And also he went to rehab for 45 days. Uh Sex rehab. Is he a sex addict? Uh Maybe he is. Wow. 120 million is a lot of (laughs) (laughs) weight. Yeah, so that's Tiggy. Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. Thanks, Tiger. I mean, like he, I, I know that he has tried in terms of like getting his career back on track, but I don't think it's ever gotten it's back never to that, that. been at the level. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, so this next one. Um it's a little I don't know, a little rough, I guess. Ooh. But it's Josh Duger. Okay, so the Duger family is that... 19 kids? 19 children, because they don't believe in birth control. Well, they did for a hot minute, and then they got off of it for whatever reason. Um, And I guess I'm doing this one just to sort of demonstrate the the hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Hip-hop-ocracy. Hip-hop-ocracy. Hypocrisy. That exists in this country, right? So the Dugers are this super conservative Fashion Christian family yeah. um, that uh, have 19 kids, 
And, you know, their brand is wholesome family values, quote unquote. But the problem is that they have this creepy son who in 2002, it was reported not to the police, but um, a minor female came forward, which people are thinking it's it's his sister, you know, the family daughter, one of them, um, told her dad that he was molesting her when she was sleeping at night, right? Which, my God. And he was like, you know, I think a he was teenager? like, he was like 15 years old yeah. at the time. So that's March of 2002. In July, that's, so that's March. April, May, June, July, five months goes by, nothing's done, but he finally admits to his dad, Jim Bob, great name, <laughs> that he fondled his sister while she slept. That is so disgusting. Um, and he was allegedly dis- disciplined by his parents, right? But they don't tell the authorities. March of 2003, 2003 almost a year later, he's accused again by several female minors. And that sisters again? Yes. Yeah. Um, allegedly. Could be others, but, you know, comes comes out later, much later, that, that the sisters were involved. Uh, but he's accused of touching their breasts and genitals, often when they slept, but sometimes when they were awake. Okay. So, Jim Bob, good old dad, meets with church elders, and he tells them what's going on, quote-unquote. Um, and again, nothing is told to the authorities or the police. All right. So in March of 2003, again, same, same time period, he's allegedly sent to a Christian program, right? Where they make him work hard physically. And, uh, so he's too tired. <laughs> exactly. He's too <laughs> tired to, to do anything, to, to hurt people. Um, but Michelle Duger admits to Springdale police that he did not receive counseling. That wasn't an actual thing that he, that he was part of. They just sent him to live with a family friend, which is fucked up, mm-hmm. right? Let's not deal with this at all. Let's just send him away for a little bit. Um, then they told the police that Josh apologized to those victims, and those victims forgave him. Oh, my gosh. Did they have a choice? Right? Yeah. Ugh, gross. All right. So, late in 2003, he comes back home from where he's staying at the family friends, and Jim Bob and the church elders, they take him to meet then-Arkansas State Trooper Joseph Hutchins. They tell him what's going on, and Hutchins gives Josh a very stern talk, but takes no official action put a pin in that, right? In 2007, this guy, Hutchins, this state trooper, is convicted on child pornography charges. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And he's now serving a 56-year prison sentence. Boy, bye. A yeah. little, like, paradigm of moral authority? I yeah. don't think so. It's, bleh, icky. Um, so then in 2005, that's when their sort of family brand takes off, right? So they're... Oh, my on, God, they've been around that long. Yeah. Since 2005. 2005. So they were on, I think it was like some random specials, and then all of a sudden that, that, that launched them into their own show. That was like 19 and counting, whatever yeah. it was. Something that I'll never watch because it's so boring. Um, <laughs> so eventually in 2006, so this is totally odd, but 
there was a family friend that knew about all the shit that happened. So he decided, or he or she decides to write down the allegations against Josh, records on a piece of paper, puts it in a book, and forgets about it. Borrows that book to a friend. That friend finds the, the letter in the book, and then that's how this thing started um, unraveling. Um, Oprah had them um, in Chicago to record like an episode, but then she got wind that the molestation, molestation charges were real, and so she canceled the whole thing. Good. And so Harpo Studios sent that information to their HR department, and that's how this became um, uncovered. Um, but I guess, I mean, there's so much more that happens, but that's sort of the gist of it. And again, well, I isn't just, he the one that cheated on his wife? Yeah. Via Ashley Madison? Exactly. Yeah. So, so there's, there's all that shit too. <laughs> he sounds you know? like a real oh, winner. Right? He's chosen by the Lord. But uh, I just think it's sick and it, it makes me crazy to like have people stand behind this God thing because they're super like, like they would think that I'm a pervert because I'm gay, but like you've got, you've got a pervert in the mix in front of your face, you're doing nothing to protect your, your family, your, your daughters. daughters. Yeah. You know, and I'm the pervert. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Thanks. You know, so yeah. I just, I, it's just, it's fucked up. What I also didn't talk about was all of the, um, staunch, yeah, the GOP Republican, super gross men who have, you know, who are super anti-gay that have been busted for having awesome gay sex. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, hello. That, that it's, 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 it's just so transparent. I feel like anytime now when I see somebody that's just super homophobic, gay. homophobic uh-huh. and like the more like anti-LGBT. The louder they are about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. You're gay. Captain obvious. <laughs> yeah. But then, then there's a part of me that's like, wait, so am I like railing against my own people when I do that? Because, you know what I mean? Because that's, is that a gay person that self-loathes so much? Or am I like railing against like just an enemy? Like that's a Republican, horrible um, person. I th- do you see what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. But I feel like it's, they're trying to pass legislation. Right. That that's exactly, may, yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's like it a private battle, yeah. I get it. But if you are trying to pass laws that against... Make it harder yeah. for a whole section of the population. Yeah. Then, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> and the daggers can go fuck themselves, right. too. <laughs> exactly. With her, that, that bad hair of hers. She needs... I just want to take, like, like, a pair of clippers and just, like, shave her head. <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah, I mean, and I think we're planning on doing a whole episode on, like, religion. I think there's a lot that we could talk about Mm -hmm. there. But I think that a lot of people hide behind their faith and excuse things that they do. When, just like Hugh Grant said, you know what's right and you know what's wrong. Exactly. That's innate. People know that. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of opinions on that. Right, and and you know, and I feel like it gives good Christians a bad name, you know, and it makes me like rail. Like anytime I hear Jesus, like oh no, I can't do it, you know. And I know that's like 
one of my own prejudices when I when I hear that someone is Christian. Like, it just brings a negative connotation immediately. But then I know that I could be completely wrong about that, you know, because you're a good Christian girl. I know I know that. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it just colors it bad for, for the whole group. Yeah. And that's not really fair. Oh, so. yeah. Tits. Okay, guys. so that's real heavy. Real heavy. Shit got, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> <She> got <laughs> deep. <laughs> we just thought we are going to talk about some scandals. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Some fun scandals next time. More fun. Um, my one of my favorite moments of the early aughts was when Britney Spears shaped her head. Oh yeah, and she went after that paparazzi. Two thousand seven. It was a really good year. It was a good year. Yeah. Like Lilo, we had Lilo. <laughs> we had Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Yeah. Remember their fight when Paris Hilton was one? like, she knows what she did. Oh. <laughs> but like we never found never out what it was. It. Mm-hmm. Um, but I live that for the simple life. Head. Oh, the simple life. That was the show. Yeah, we need to watch that. Yeah. Um, everybody was stepping out without underwear on. <laughs> everybody was stepping out. So this is how I'm just talking about these things. So we end on. A- <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Anyways, you guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, send us all of your emails. All your responses, all your feedback. We've gotten a couple more reviews on the iTunes. So awesome, thanks. Keep it up. Namaste. Thank you, Namaste. thank you. Namaste. And we're going to talk to you all soon. All right. Bye. Bye.